Where's the love? Right here on this podcast. Welcome, Welcome to, love to Love Drop, 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 Drop. where your host and One Love Ambassadors, Charles and Diane, will share love, hope, and inspirational topics taken from their journey and world events. We will also include on-location recordings and special pop-up guests from cool places all around the world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So, our topic today is, how are you, really? Have you ever experienced someone asking, how are you? And before you can even answer, they proceed to tell you how they are doing. Or worse yet, have someone ask, how are you? As they're going in motion, and before you can even answer, they're nowhere in sight. They've already taken off. Kind of make you think that people ask, how are you? More out of habit and less out of, how are you? Really? Most of the time we hear responses like, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm blessed. I'm fine. How are you? Well, we want to dive into the topic, how are you really? I remember a friend asking me one day, girl, how are you? And don't tell me you're good. And I just chuckled because at the time I was going through one of the worst storms of my life and I was not good but she knew me well enough to know that my answer would have been I'm good because we tell people what we think they want to hear or we just speak in response of they're just asking to be polite or they really don't want to know how I'm doing why do we do that Why do we feel that we have to conform our answer to comply with what we think people want to hear? This is not the time for that. We're not living in an environment where that is okay. And to be honest, I don't know if it was ever okay. But anyways, I'll say this. Sometimes... People are checking in because they're ready to jump in and assist. But if you are insistent that you're good or that, you know, you don't need any help and you kind of choose to kind of suffer in silence with your feelings, that's not all right. That's not okay. And now is the time to change that narrative. So again, 
I asked you, listening audience, how are you? Really? Well, as for me, I am gratefully at peace. That's right. Gratefully at peace. So what do I mean by that? Let's start with the grateful. I am grateful to be alive. I am grateful to be exactly where I am right here and right now. I am grateful to have a roof over my head, to have food to eat, transportation, health, to have breath in my body. I am grateful to have my husband here at my side because there was a time when he was fighting for his life and he wasn't here. So I'm so grateful to have him here. I am grateful to just have family and friends that truly love me and that I can love them back. I am grateful y'all. And I'm at peace because honestly, I really don't know any better place to be. Now, being at peace does not mean that I am blocked from having feelings of frustration or aggravation, anger, sadness, heaviness, um, where people are coming for my peace. Because I promise you, when you choose to be at a place of peace, things are coming for your peace each and every day. And you just have to make the choice to use peace as your center. So even if you get pulled out of it, sometimes you have to make the conscious choice to get back to that peace immediately. I mean, in a jiffy, in a snap, as fast as you can, because your choice is to be in a place of peace. See, from that place of peace, I have clarity. And with that clarity, I can be the best me possible. And if I can be the best me possible for myself, I can be the best me possible for my beautiful grandchildren, for my children, for my husband, for all of my friends and family. But it all starts with my peace so what I do to maintain and stay mindful in my peace I do a variety of things I read I meditate I take walks by the ocean I play games with my husband we go on dates we have movie nights I turn off my phone oh yes I do Now, I don't turn it off as long as I used to, but I am developing a habit that once a week, I turn my phone off. Because the reality of it is, anyone who needs to reach me, they have my husband's number and they can reach me. Or if they need to get me, they'll they'll, they'll reach me. But I turn off my phone and I cannot express enough just how liberating that is now 
maybe you can't turn off your phone for a whole day, but maybe turn it off for an hour. Maybe turn off notifications for a day. Maybe silence your ringer for a day. Um, but I tell you, that phone is kind of like a ball and chain really because think about it you leave the house without your phone and you can be 10 minutes up the road Er, turn that car around and you're going back for the phone you go out to eat or you go out with a friend you got the phone in hand and so it's just like we're really tied to our phones and it is a liberating experience to just kind of detach from from the phone for sure my encouragement for the listening audience is this find whatever keeps you in balance centered joyful happy in the light uplifted creative and do more of that when you see that your attitude or your feelings are not exactly where you want them to be, it's not taking you into a good space, change it. You have the power to change your thoughts. You really do. Try it. With that said, I'm going to bring on my amazing co-host and awesome husband, Charles. And I'll ask you this. How are you? Really? Thanks for the insightful reflections from my beautiful co-host and wife, Diane. Speaking to the question, how are you really? Is telling a person there is more to you than just the first impression that pops off at the top of your head? For example, when a person responds with, I'm blessed and highly favored. I know a lot of us have heard that one. And what about this one? I'm okay. Okay? Just okay? Tell me more than that. I'm interested, concerned, and would like to know a little more about it. A little more about it. A little more about you. You're better than just okay. How are you doing? Really? Talk to me. As for me and how I am personally doing, I am truly blessed, thankful, and grateful to be alive and well. I recently encountered a near-death experience that the medical community had counted me out. I mean, out. But through the grace of God, the love and support of my wife, and the prayers I receive from all over the world, I'm doing life and getting better and better every day. Really, I am. I'm spreading love and motivation wherever I can. I'm excited to talk with you and be able to share love and kind words with my family and friends all over the world. I'm also very grateful to have six healthy and active grandkids. It's the little things that support the larger things in life. A small smile can work wonders. Now that's how I'm doing, and then some. Really. 
Diane, let's share what our listening audience had to say about the question, how are you, really? Hey, everybody. Is Joshua and Deja Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. From Virginia Beach, oh, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so uh, grateful just to be on this podcast. Yes. Um, and we're going to talk about, uh, I guess, how how are we really? Mm-hmm. Baby, how are you really? What's wow. really going on, huh? Well, really, I am not coping as well as I thought I would be. You know, at this point in my life, I think they say to whom much is given, much is required. And it sounds like a cliche, but we ask God for more. We ask him for more miracles. We ask him for more blessings. But the responsibility that comes alongside that blessing carries weight. And I don't think that I've been coping with the weight as best as I would like to. Um, So one of the things that's really been helping me that I never thought would is community. The power of community, small groups, prayer groups, and really like even today I had some girl time. And it just rejuvenated my soul in a way that I can't explain. Walking alongside other people in this journey that can share your burdens with you, encourage you when you want to give up, and continue to push you. So community has been my go-to as I cope with with all the blessings that God has given me. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, that's so good. Um, for me, it's been a it's been a period of anticipation. I, I I feel like I've been just trying to anticipate the next step, um, and I and even with that anticipation, sometimes it comes with frustration, or sometimes it comes with uh, anxiety or just a rush to just get there. Like I just want to get to to the new thing, um, and so that's just honestly how I am. Uh, but I think that what also has been helping is just, uh, I mean, my prayer time with God, uh, just really just hearing his voice um, as well. I, I do think community is great, but um, I think just being able to take take the vision step by step um, and not trying to all the way to get to from A to Z or whatever, but just taking it one step at a time, one day at a time. And knowing that it is going to come, but also just to remind myself to prepare for that transition. So the things that I have responsibilities now, being able to do the best that I can um, and wrapping things up. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but that that's what I want to do. And I just want to just encourage those that are there that if you are jumping into a new season, if you are just anticipating, you just want it just to be done. Um, again, take it slow down, take it step by step. You know, move with God. Don't move ahead of God. Move with God, um, and it will come. Obviously, it, it it it's gonna come. But you want to make sure that you don't move prematurely. Definitely, and I would say from my side, if you're dealing with 
the weight that comes with the blessing to just make sure that when you get that blessing that you're anticipating, right, Joshua, that you're waiting on when you get to the other side, that you stay connected, that you stay plugged in, that you keep a strong community around you so you can sustain what God has given you. He can give you something, but can you handle, can you sustain that thing? And it takes a community of awesome, God-fearing people to do that. All right. Thank you guys so much. Much love. How am I? I am confused. I am not comfortable. I am not knowing, but I am trusting. I am knowing that my father didn't bring me this far to leave me. I am maintaining by talking to him, by doing meditations in the morning, by reading his word and getting a foundation of how my day to go, day is to go. And by first of all, stopping and acknowledging him and thanking him for the day, the present gift that he gives me, asking him to just hold my hand and to go with me every step of the way. Knowing that I started this journey, I don't know where it's going to end, but I know who's going to be there and who's going to sustain me. I am Angela, signing off in Jackson, Tennessee, sending love to you. Thank you. Hello, I'm Dakota Grady in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm actually a money coach and accounting and tax doctor as well. So I want to say thank you to Charles and Diane for this opportunity. But the question is, how am I really? Well, right now I'm doing pretty good, but I mean, I must say that I'm actually expecting my wife now, expecting our second child, so I'll call off guard by that. And I have some health issues with my parents, so right now I'm actually helping my own, my family today. But I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I'm blessed. I know things happen around the world. I was pandemic. And also all this other racial and tension in the world with war and everything. So I'm doing pretty good, you know, blessed living in America. I know other people have difficulties different in other countries, but, you know, we all have our pros and cons in each area we live. So for me, what I'm doing the whole balance, the state balance is basically I'm a follower of Christ. And I know that without Jesus, I mean, I'm, I'm nothing. I mean, I know I'm something, but in terms of I just salvation you know so i need jesus to be a better person every single day so i read the word attend church also i'm a husband to my wife shamika we talk and everything so doing pretty good i'm blessed like i said and that's how i stay grounded by standing the word in church and just doing the best i can do because i can only control things that i can control and that's my mind our actions and my words. Everything else, I can't control that. So I just do my best to love people, be like Jesus, and just live. So that's my time, I think. And to find out more about me, I am online at decodegrady.com, which is my website. You can also find out about me at the at doc, a, that's the atdoc.com for accounting and taxes if you need help with that. Again, thank you for your time, Charles and Diane. How am I really? There's a song that Matthew West sings and the lyrics go, I say I'm fine, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine, hey, I'm fine. 
but I'm not. I'm broken. And when it's out of control, I say it's under control, but it's not. And you know it. I don't know why it's so hard to admit it, but being honest is the only way to fix it. There's no failure, no fall. There's no sin you don't already know. So let the truth be told. We always greet people and ask them how they are. But do we really want to know? Probably not, because some people, meaning myself, would probably spend time telling you about all the aches and pains that I have and the lack of this and the lack of that and that I'm not able to do what I want to do because I can't do this and so and so. Nobody really wants to hear that. But we, what we need to do is just be honest with ourselves and tell ourselves, okay, am I okay? And I've read someplace uh, it's okay sometimes to not be okay. God is in charge of our lives and he knows what we're going through. Matter of fact, he knew we would be going through this right now before we were even born. So what we need to do and be honest is just speak to God. Let him know what's going on. Let him know what our cares are. And trust me, he will take care of it. He promised to hold us, keep us in the palm of his hand, and to never leave us nor forsake us. So if somebody asks you, how are you? You say, I'm great, because God has made you great. And he already knows what's going on with you. So there really isn't a reason to share it with everyone else. It's between you and God. I'm Pat from Nashville, Tennessee. Hello, I'm Ola Shabomi Akabasharan, a visual artist here in uh, Middle Tennessee. And I'm here to answer a few questions. I think the question of the day is, how are you? Um, I'm good. Um, there's a lot going on in the world today, but for me, it is, nothing's changed. Um, life is a circle in my opinion, and then good times come, bad times go. And when you expect it, when you expect that good times are coming and you expect that bad times will come, it's inevitable. Um, you're able to prepare a little bit more and be a little bit more, uh, not necessarily complacent, but you're able to handle and deal with the adversity a little differently because you know that bad is going to come. So when life hits, I mean, I take it and I run with it. And I, I'm a creative, so I create ways to solve the problems and ways to continue moving. Um, but, you know, good times will come after. There's nothing in the world that, and nothing that we can go through in this current generation, in this current period of time that hasn't been gone through before. And yet we still survive as, as a human race. So I'm not too concerned about war. War is inevitable. Um, humans are both good and bad, including myself. And we are capable of doing the worst and we are capable of doing the best. Um, I tell a lot of my students that we are 360. 100, 180 of us is negative, 180 is positive. That's all about what direction are you walking towards. 
Um, and I stay walking towards my positive 180, even though at times I might be 145, you know, and be on the negative side. But it's human nature. Um, yeah, so overall, when somebody asks me how I'm doing with what's going on, it was the same answer when COVID happened. Um, it was the same answer um, when I got COVID the first time. It was the same answer when I had to close two of my galleries down. Uh, it was, I'm good, you know. I, I wake up, and that's beautiful. Air, being able to breathe, being thankful that my body does it without me actually thinking about it so I can have conversations and create. Because, you know, that's a beautiful thing. So... Yeah, that is how I would answer that question. So, um, how you can find me if you're in Tennessee, local. Um, my gallery is called DBO Gallery, and it's downtown Clarksville, Tennessee. Um, you can also view my artwork online at my website, addressedbyola.com. You can also, if you're an Instagram or Facebook person, you can uh, check me out at draftsbyola. And it'll come up and be the first one. And yeah, send me a message. If you're looking for anything, let me know. Um, I do a multiple of different styles uh, from realism to abstract to stained glass. Um, yeah, I got murals all over the place. So if you're, if you're out there somewhere and you want a mural, you have a blank wall, you can contact me and we'll make something happen for you. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. One love. I'm Michelle from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And how am I doing? Um, I am currently in a space of self-detox, uh, focusing on being intentional about my surroundings being intentional about myself, being intentional about my family, being intentional about how I put myself out there. Um, basically, learning to focus on my here versus so much thinking about my there. Um, allowing God to rewrite my story, to redirect me. Um, honestly, just been so used to having control um, over my, my life. I didn't realize how much control I had until God started revealing some things um, to me that was quite ugly, but you know, hey, it happens. But um, what I've been doing to maintain that, I've been educating myself um, through whether it's watching sermons, um, listening to books on Audible. Um, once I identified what it was that I was most dealing with and that's like that that self-love deficiency was like a, a key right there um but listening to my bible um just really pouring into myself of love um because it was definitely needed um what I can encourage or what I would like to encourage my listeners is to stay focused on you. Is um, every everything will come in the exact timing that God will allow it to come. Period. Um, don't worry about how long it's going to take. Just know that everything will happen in God's perfect timing. Um, 
you'll you'll be there when you need to be there. Um, just stay just stay focused on you. When the question was posed to me, "How are you really?" I thought, now that's an interesting question. But at the same time, it's a loaded question. I begin to think of how am I feeling physically, or how am I feeling mentally, or emotionally, or spiritually. And what I would say is how I am feeling right now. Right now, I feel hmm, at this moment encouraged. Uh, and the reason I say at this moment because not too long ago I was in a depressed state. I was not feeling me. I was feeling detached. And I have been encouraged by the word and encouraged by others. So how am I feeling really? Right now, I'm feeling blessed. I'm feeling that God has given me a charge and that that charge, when it is deployed, is encouraging others, is blessing others. And that makes me feel well. Now, if you would ask me, how are you really? I mean, physically or mentally, I might respond in a different way and say, I'm okay. But you would, you might come back at me, well, are you really? So the answer is, when someone asks you that, whether you answer them honestly or whether you answer them according to what you think you're supposed to say. So I'm trying to be more honest in, in these days. And when people ask me how I'm feeling, I'm trying to really say, well, I don't feel so well at this time. Well, I'm a little depressed at this time. I'm a little down at this time. So what do I do to combat, combat that? As I stated before, uh, when others are encouraged through something I say I do, then I am encouraged. I tend to write uh, when I'm feeling a little detached, a little despondent, a little depressed. I put it in writing. And I began to do that a few years ago and more so after my son passed. And I shared it with others. And it seems to bless them or it met them right where they were. So I write I sing, I play music that encourages me. And I listen to what others have to say as far as the fact that they have been blessed by what God has given me, what God, how God has used me, how God has lifted my spirit and given me joy, even in the midst of grief and pain. This is Barbara from Nashville signing off. And as I sign off, I leave this with you. Whenever you smile, Whenever you show someone else the compassion, that in itself helps your mood. Signing off. Hello, this is Carvin from the D. And the question posed is how am I really doing? Maintaining. I'm trying not to I'm trying not to go too far to the left or to the right. I'm just trying to float and and, and maintain and stay in a good space. Um, so that I don't get in the area to whereas my feeling ain't where it should be. But I feel good though, because I woke up this morning and I continue to wake up and I continue to find different ways and coping mechanisms to deal with, with my different feelings that I feel. It's a reality. Keep it real, you know, at its, at its best. Um, 
life is 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 overwhelming at times and and you have to find you know you have to find the balance and your feelings can you know if they fluctuate you know it ain't no it ain't no constant or consistent feeling your feelings fluctuate but you in control of you in control of how you respond to those different feelings and and i choose to be at peace and i choose to be happy so i've i've learned to to maintain my feelings um and it ain't easy it's a it's a difficult task and it and it ain't for the week and and i've been on this journey of life for almost 48 years and i'm just within the last couple of years getting to the point that i understand my feelings can dictate outcomes so i'm just learning that in order to create a positive outcome a peaceful outcome you know i have to be able to control my feelings and and um distribute the energy in places that's productive to me and what i'm trying to do and like i said i'm just figuring this out i'm just figuring this out now that i know i'll be able to continue to maintain um to maintain my my personal peace in my own head and continue to feel and be honest about what I'm feeling and verbalize that feeling. Thank you, y'all. To explain how I am really is a great question. I've certainly been through a lot of ups and downs even here recently within the last couple of weeks. I consider myself to be uh, someone who is professional in the work environment and very respectful. And I gave about eight months of my time to an organization and just was let go. It was sort of, I would say, behind my back. And that just really altered my feelings about this particular organization. And that's something I've struggled with because I've had that happen a couple of times in the past. But I don't take it as hard as I used to. And I think that's just helped because I have an outlet for getting things off of my chest now. And then I also am more in control of my emotions and what helps with that is just to also remember the truths, what God says about me, about his promises. And to also just plan ahead when these things happen because when it's not something that is brand new and that has just happened. It's important to be proactive in your life. And for me, I usually try to make sure I'm doing multiple things, have multiple streams of income, also praying, and I stay connected in the church. I'm also a part of a life group now, so that's also great support because I share with him what I have going on, my struggles, and just ask for encouragement. So I get that from different areas, uh, lots of ladies to love on me and give me encouragement. So even through that and being a parent and a wife, you can go through a lot of ups and downs. And uh, sometimes you can just feel like you don't know which way to go or what to do next. But I think just communicating with those people that are closest to you and letting them know what your struggles are, you talking things out together 
and also making sure that the goals that you have, you're still on the same track. And then also just working on those emotions that creep up as far as the anger and the fear of what's going to happen next. Just basically taking control of those things. One of the statements that I use is capturing the thoughts, making them obedient to Christ. So that is something that if I feel like I'm having this creep up, the fear, the worry, the anxiety, that, you know, is it me? Is something going wrong? Do I need to change something about myself? But I know that I have been a work in progress in those areas that I really struggle with. They're getting better and better over time. And I am being more conscious of those areas that I have struggled with in the past. So yes, I just remember the truth and don't let these things that are happening to other people or, you know, trying to maybe get me off track. Don't let those things um, get in my way of what I'm ultimately supposed to be doing and um, having neglect the things that are most important, but just to stay focused, that is key for me. This is Shamika from Greenville, South Carolina, signing off. And I am more positive at this moment and really thinking about the great things that are a part of my future and yet to come. Hello, this is Brianna Benson, and I am based out of Clarksville, Tennessee. And the question today is, how are you doing really? And to be honest, it's been quite a journey for the last few months. Uh, I was, I struggle with seasonal affective disorder or SAD, meaning that when it's darker and colder, I am not doing so great in comparison to the spring or summer months. So this year is all, or this time of year is always especially difficult for me. Um, however, I was also in the process of searching for jobs and transitioning from one position to another. So it was a little rocky um, around the holidays. I'll be completely honest. It was, it was tough. Um, just with not being able to be in the sunlight and be outdoors, but then on top of that, a lot of stress with the job and searching for a job and interviewing and all this stuff. Um, but currently, I am in a much better headspace. The spring is starting to come. Uh, you may notice some little buds on your trees or the sun being up. Daylight savings is quickly coming. So I'm very thankful for that, but um, I've also kind of just taken steps in my life to transition from one role to another, making a leap of faith to um, kind of return back to what my initial intentions were when I went to school um, with my academic goals to go into nonprofit management and grant writing. So I took that leap of faith in um, late January. I accepted a position to become a grant writer for a local nonprofit based out of Nashville, Tennessee. And with that came a lot of decisions that may affect my future um, financially, but also just in my own mental health and um, kind of spirit, if you will. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. I think this is a a huge change in what I've been doing, something that's better fulfilling myself and my heart and my spirit every single day. So this is my uh, upcoming on Monday will be my fourth week on the job and I've already felt um, just a dramatic shift in my overall positive outlook on life. I'm feeling a lot less stressed and um, just 
kind of a better friend, a better wife, and a better family member. So um, I'm excited for that. It took me a little bit to get to where I'm at right now. But what I would do to encourage others is if you are unhappy in a place that you're at right now, start thinking about maybe what those root causes are. And if there's something that you can change and you're willing to take that leap of faith, I encourage you to do it, even if it is shifting up your career um, or your daily routine. I've also found it very powerful to meditate in this season of my life. So if there's something that's a little scary um, that, you know, you're going to have to change habits or like I did change my um, entire career trajectory, taking some time out for yourself to really reassess and manifest what what you know will make you more happy and satisfied with your life and attracting that energy. So even if it's five, 10 minutes a day, YouTube has a lot of guided meditations that are especially helpful. So I encourage you to do that um, and just spend some time really digging into what does make me happy and what, where do I want to be in not only just five years, but a month from now, what are some steps I can be making every single day to get to that goal of of happiness or spiritual enlightenment or whatever it is that you're seeking, um, just take incremental steps. You don't have to do it all right now. Just take those baby steps every single day. So I hope that was encouraging for your spirit. Know that sometimes you have to put up with the rain clouds before you can see the sun. So whether that is a, a dark period of a few months where we have less sunlight, or maybe it's a little bit more metaphorical for you and your life, but know that um, this too shall pass and keep up the faith and take those baby steps along the way. I hope you guys have a great rest of the day. Signing out. This is Brianna. Bye. All right, so the question today is, how am I? How am I really? Well, without getting into specifics, not so great. But you know, uh, the things that I'm doing lately to maintain and get by, I have been writing letters to myself, uh, listing what the problem is, um, how I feel about it, what I'm thinking about it and different ways or different scenarios of how I see things playing out. It's just kind of helping me get through different thoughts that have been flying around. Um, Secondly, listening to my body. Very important. Um, I used to fight sleep a lot or fight holding in emotion a lot. So there's times if it's 8.30 and the kids have gone to bed and I am exhausted, I go to bed. I don't fight it anymore. Um, If I need a moment away going for a walk, I do that as well. Um, And I guess this kind of ties in too with the journaling. I write everything down. So if I say I'm going to read once or twice a week, I pick a day and I literally just do it. I set the goals of I'm going to read X amount of times. I'm going to work out X amount of times. Um, I'm going to step out back and enjoy some sunshine. Like I literally write everything down now as well. Um, That's the only thing I can think of right now of getting by and maintaining. Yeah. Have a good one. Hi, this is Alistair and Denise Hill coming to you from Santa Monica, California. 
And I'm with Denise Hill. How are you? Really? I'm doing good. I'm in I'm in a place right now where I'm thanking God for the blessings that um that have came into our lives in the last couple of years, but I'm also anxious about the future concerning our son's um, college life and also turning 40. I feel like turning 40 in the next three months, I feel like something big and spectacular should happen. So I'm in a phase of trying to make something big and spectacular happen before 40. So how are you doing really? Oh, well, that was exciting. I'm doing great, really. And of course, it depends on what day you ask me that question. But I'm excited for the present, overly joyed for the future, expecting big plans in our business and our personal life. Son is about to be a senior, and I'm expecting offer some colleagues. I'm excited for your big birthday coming up. So, you know, kind of excited, anxious, all over the place, all in this, all in one. That's how I'm doing, really. <laughs> okay, so what I do to maintain some sanity through my feelings of anxiety about the future is I like to swim. I try to swim at least once a week, and I feel like it's something that I can do for myself. Um, by myself so I can feel like I'm achieving something and then also the last few weeks um, joining a dance class uh, once a week is also something that I feel like that I am doing for myself so I can feel like I'm accomplishing something um, health-wise as I um, go into my journey of entering my 40s. So what do you do to stay in your Peace. Well, how I stay in my peace is looking for different ways to grow a business. Because once my family is okay, I'm doing great. Okay, so my words of encouragement for anyone who is feeling anxious about their now or their future, I would say find something that you can do for yourself by yourself. Whether it's a walk, um, whether it's meditating, whether it's exercising or reading, just find something that you can do that can bring you peace in that moment. Be at peace with yourself. Now, however you get there, whether it's you taking time to meditate, be by yourself, be around other people, or even watching a movie, sports, or whatever the case is. Whatever makes you present with yourself. So we're both saying self-care is very important. So take the time to take care of yourself so you can be healthy enough to take care of others. Bottom line. This is Denise. This is Alistair. And we're signing off. Thank you for listening. Never a second will I waste. Never an opportunity.
Thank you for tuning in to the Love Drops Podcast. Be sure to follow this podcast and share the love with everyone you know. Until next time, this is Charles and Diane signing off. One love. love, love. Love it conquers all.